Hello and welcome to Biswell. It is December of 2021 and today we are talking about burnout. I hope and pray that you are not in the middle of a burnout situation, but if you are, this episode is for you. I probably don't need to describe what burnout is, but it does show up in people really differently. When I think about burnout, I think about a time mostly at work, but of course all of us feel burned out in our relationships and life in general, but it shows up mostly at work. And the time for me that it was the worst was when I had the world's worst boss. He just made me feel like crap. And for that reason, I was burned out. But really how it shows up is being burned out means feeling empty and mentally exhausted. Although I've been physically exhausted too, but that's probably more of a symptom of the mental exhaustion. It really means being demotivated and beyond caring. Have you said to yourself, I just don't care anymore. I just don't give a shit anymore. Well, that's probably some signs of burnout. People experiencing burnout often don't see any hope or positive change in their situation. And when I reflect back onto that time with my terrible boss, I I wasn't hopeless. I will say that. I knew at some point either he or I would leave and that would be the end of it. But sometimes it's really hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So maybe you've experienced burnout and it's not because you had a terrible boss, but maybe because you started a new job. This is typically when a lot of people will start to experience burnout. You have this excessive drive and this ambition, which is really good. Uh, It's common for people when they start a new job or they undertake a new responsibility. It's like, I want to show the boss. I want to show the team. I can do this. And they work super hard. And you're constantly pushing yourself to work harder. That's okay for a short length of time, but that's not sustainable. When you start pushing so hard that you neglect your own needs and you have no time for non-work related activities and relationships, that's when you start, you might start to say, hey, raise the red flag. Something's going on here. And so maybe you're not feeling fatigued or mentally burnt out. Maybe you don't even know you're in it, but you've been excessively working. That might be a clue. The other burnout we can feel is in a relationship with someone who's going through a hard time. And perhaps it's in a relationship. Maybe a spouse or a friend has lost their job. Maybe it's a spouse, a family member who's going through a health crisis and you're in that every single day and you're trying to help them while neglecting yourself. That's burnout. So I'm sure we've all gone through it at one time or the other, but the the key here is burnout is commonly understood as a stress condition brought on or by being involved in, in an intense situation for a long period of time. That's the key. We all go through stress every single day on and off, on and off, but the long periods of time. And when you're going through this stress for long periods of time without enough rest and recharging, that's when bad things start to happen. Although it's mostly associated with work, like I said, but you could be burning out at school, uh, being the caretaker for your family or your children. Perhaps you're battling a chronic illness yourself. So all of these for long periods of time equal burnout. So the symptoms again are the emotional and physical exhaustion, the sense of cynicism, alienation. Are you impatient? That's I can tell when I'm getting stressed because I'm completely impatient and I have lost all my ability to be rational and reasonable in a situation. If you have a chronic negative attitude or feeling detachment, again, another symptom that you may be in this chronic burnout. Okay, so we've said enough about it. We probably all know or we think we know what it is, um, but now it's time to talk about how do you get the heck out of it? How can you get some relief? This is what's important. So it's about learning 
more about burnout that can help you avoid it or get out of it. Do you know your own limits? Do you really? You probably do, but you've ignored them. When you have felt like this, what are those circumstances? I remember a time in my life when my son was around 10 and I was traveling a ton and a family member was going through some hardship due to a job loss. All of that combined had me on the edge and I was definitely emotionally drained and physically burnt out. So knowing your limits and developing good coping strategies for a period of stressful overload will really help you in the long run. And I have not always been great about my coping mechanisms, but here are a few tips that I've learned and I practice over time. So first, start with some introspective questions. Ask yourself, when did you start feeling this way? How long has it been going on? If you can't remember how long you've been stressed and what brought it on, that's a problem right there because we need to identify the source of the stress and the situation so we can correct it. So spend some time, go back in your journal, go back in your calendar, think back, This time last year, did you feel that way? Now, again, we've all been in COVID, so it's been hard not to feel stress. But really, when did this intense stress and burnout come on? Are you under a lot of pressure to succeed? Did you take on a new job? Is there someone in your life that's critical of you and you feel like you need to prove to them? These are all questions you can be asking yourself. And how is your sense of humor holding up? Well, I can't say I don't have a great sense of humor to begin with in or out of stress. So that's not a good question for me, but maybe for you. If you're a funny person, if you're jack joking and laughing and you're telling jokes, when did you stop? And are you snap- snapping at strangers in the grocery store line? This is one for me. It's not in the grocery store, but if I find myself just snapping, that to me is... Mm. We're in a situation we need to get out of. All right, so let's talk about overcoming burnt. Once you get to the root of the problem, as we just talked about, if it is work, the problem and the resources you need will be really important to understanding. So with my work situation, this was a few years ago or more than that at this point, but this man uh, was belittling. He He pretty much isolated me from the rest of the team. I didn't feel included. My ideas weren't valued go on and on. And so I really had to step back and recognize that if I was going to pitch an idea, he wasn't going to like it. I was I was having to find other ways to cope with that and not take it so serious, knowing it wasn't me, it was more of him. The one thing I did during that time with the bad boss is I would go for a walk. So um, at my day job, we have multiple buildings. And I started just walking to the other building to the cafeteria to get out and get fresh air. And then what I found is like, I really felt a little bit better in those moments. So after a stressful conversation with him uh, or a stressful day, I was taking a couple laps around the parking lot every day. And I'll tell you little by little, I started to feel a little bit better. It started to open up my perspective. I wasn't feeling so heavy. And again, you'll have to see what's right for you. Maybe you're going through a situation where you're the caretaker for your children or your elderly parents. And what you need to know is it takes a tribe to do all this. You can't do it alone. And maybe it's setting aside time each day for relaxation or exercise, even if it's 10 minutes, like I was taking that lap around. That will help you in this chronic stage of burnout. Also, we have to take a look at our diet, right? Are we eating healthy? I tend to go for unhealthy food uh, when I'm stressed bring on those french fries, you know, whatever it is. Take a look and start analyzing your behavior and what you're doing and where you're spending um, time feeding yourself, your soul, and your mind. Those could be ways that you could help yourself. And of course, we need to talk about our feelings. That's something that no one likes to do, or maybe everybody, I don't know. For me, it's a big one. It's not easy. But the best tip is don't let the anger and the resentment build up. When it builds up, it's like a volcano. It's going to explode at some point on someone that doesn't warrant your explosion who don't who doesn't deserve it talk to somebody there's everything from 
professional help out there, to friends and family, writing it down in your journal. If you don't want to talk to anybody about what you're feeling, but you can put it down on paper, it'll help you release that tension and feel. A few more questions to ask yourself if you're not sure, and this is according to the Mayo Clinic. Love the Mayo, but job burnout symptoms. Have you become cynical at work? Do you drag yourself to work every day? Do you lack the energy to be consistent, consistently productive? Do you lack satisfaction from your achievements? Again, if you're answering yes to all those questions, you possibly have the burnout from your job. And some of the reasons, according to the Mayo Clinic, that we get burned out in our jobs, um, other than what I just mentioned, lack of control and an inability to influence decisions that affect your job such as your schedule, assignment, or workload. Oof, I didn't think about that, but uh, lack of control in any situation is not good, and especially when it's you're talking about yourself. Dysfunctional workplace dynamics, I talked about that. That's what I had with my boss. Extreme activity, that's when a job um, is so monotonous or chaotic, you need constant energy to remain focused. Lack of support, that was my situation. No one wants to feel undervalued or underappreciated, especially at work for long periods of time. So the consequences of the job burnout, obviously, we've talked about these excessive stress, fatigue, insomnia. I would find myself at night laying in bed, rehearsing in my head what I wanted to say to this man and how I was going to handle the next situation. And I would just go down a rabbit hole and of course keep myself awake all night, which is not good or productive. Um, So there's so many consequences to job burnout. Hopefully you're not going to get there and hopefully you're listening to this saying, hey, New Year's is right around the corner. I'm going to make some changes. And just as we just mentioned, the lack of control, you may feel like you have zero control. You may be taking care of your husband and he's been laid off work or a family member who's sick and you're thinking, there's no way out of this problem. I am stuck and I'm so deep I can't get out. But that's not true. Little tiny baby steps will all add up to progress. So evaluate your options. Discuss specific concerns with your supervisor, with your spouse. If you're in a family crisis with your siblings, evaluate your options. There's got to be something. Try to set a little goal for what must get done and what can wait. And then seek support. That's the most important thing. I had a rock at work, a coworker. Actually, she worked for me, but just a gem. She would listen to me. She would she would validate my concerns, not because she wanted to or want to make me feel good. She saw exactly what I saw. So talking to somebody about it, seeking support, and whether you reach out to your coworkers, friends, or loved ones and collaborate, this might help you cope better. And you, if you have access to an employee assistance program, which I did, but I didn't take advantage of it, that would have been a great resource. The one thing I didn't highlight because I've never felt it to an extreme, but is really part of burnout when you do research on burnout and ways to cope. And one of the three components of burnout is inefficacy, and it refers to feeling incompetent and lack of achievement or productivity. So people with symptoms of burnout feel their skills slipping and worry that they won't be able to succeed in certain situations. And it often develops in tandem with exhaustion and cynicism, the other two components. So if you feel that way, if you're feeling that you're working really hard and you're lacking of achievement, it's time to step back, write down all that you've accomplished, all that you're contributing. So first and foremost, that you can see it because if you can't see it, if you can't see your value, it's going to be hard for other people to do so. So let's just wrap up again and talk about recovery and prevention. So situational factors are the biggest contributors to burnout. So changes at the job, your 
your team, your family, a health crisis, those are all situational factors. But what you can do and what I found myself to be most successful in this situation is prioritizing your self-care. It's essential to replenish your physical and emotional energy along with your capacity to focus. Going back to those nights I spent in bed just thinking and thinking and thinking. I finally got to a point where I said, okay, sit up. You've got five minutes to write down your thoughts or your plan on how you're going to approach this guy, but that's it. It's almost being you know, disciplined with yourself. Like if it was your child getting out of bed in the middle of the night. So prioritizing your self-care. If you're having trouble squeezing such activities into your packed schedule, like the exercise we talked about, mindfulness, give yourself a week to assess exactly how you're spending your time. And you can do this on paper, a spreadsheet, and your phone. But for each block of time, record what you're doing and whom you're doing it with. So then you can look at where you can fit in that 5-10 minutes for a walk or a bath or yoga or exercise. So shift your perspective. It's all about you. You have to start taking care of yourself first and then reduce your exposure to these stressors. Uh, Unfortunately, I couldn't reduce my exposure to my boss. He's there every day but I could try to communicate with him via email versus in person. So again, I didn't have to be with him face to face. Seek out connections. Connections are the most important thing that keep us together and keep us healthy. So burnout can often feel so big, but the sense of being overwhelmed is a signal, not a long-term sentence. And by understanding your symptoms and what's causing it, you can put together some strategies and get out of this burnout. So I wish you a happy and healthy 2022. I'd love to hear some of your strategies for burnout. You can connect with me on Instagram or on our website, which is mbbiswell.com. Until next time, thanks for tuning in.